Welcome to another brand new episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about the Self Arena, Cups, Monthly Metas, and the Go Battle League. I am one of your hosts, Steven, aka Boy in the Woods. Joining me as always, my... I don't know, there's... I could rep... I, w- I almost said my doom desire, <laughs> Jesse, aka Rocket Admin J. The, uh, let's see. It is March 24th. Yes, we are back. Um, you podcast listeners, uh, will, will not really have gotten the context, but anyone that's watching the stream here, uh, would probably recognize that, uh, we, we went to go live and my mouse cursor disappeared. And I had no way of knowing what buttons I was going to push or where my stuff was. So, uh,. Yeah, we're uh, we're back from that. Let me double check. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, making sure that everything's working right uh, on our end for this recording. But yes, on top of disappearing mice, uh, we have a whole lot of stuff going on, both globally and within Pokemon Go. So we shall explain to you you probably already know a lot of stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend that we're breaking news or anything. Um, chat, are we alive? Do you guys hear us? I think we're. It, OBS is telling me we're green across the board. So, um, nope, reloading and nothing. Jesse, do you mind checking uh, Twitch and seeing if we're? Nope, thanks. Cats can't eat. Says it. Oh, okay. Uh, there it is. Cool. Cool, cool. It's being weird. Huh, that's the second poison spawn at my house. That makes me wonder. Um, maybe Pokemon Go is trying to tell me something I don't know. Uh, March 24th, we are recording. This episode will go out for podcast services on Friday the 27th. So, if we miss a couple of pieces of de- uh, details as things are moving at a pace faster than... Uh, our podcast can, uh, what's the, not contain, but can cover. The amount of coverage we can do is only so much within each two-week two period. But, um, yes, the world is still under the, the overall cloud cover that is COVID-19, the coronavirus. Pokemon Go is no, I don't know, it's... Is has not escaped the consequences. Yeah. Um, so let's see. I'm gonna go a little out of order here then. Uh Go Battle League had some updates in the last week or so. Um so uh, as of Monday, April 13th, the Niantic removed the walking and Pokecoin requirements to unlock sets of battles in Go Battle League. That means that you do not have to walk. They are your all five, five sets, all five sets of five battles are automatically unlocked at the beginning of each day. So... 
chat. Is Jesse coming through all right? I'm seeing different levels on my mixer in the OBS here. Let me double check that because I'm hitting in the yellow and you're hitting. He's very quiet. Let's see. Um, that's on the mixer. If you want to turn yourself down, maybe. Are you saying I'm too loud? Maybe. How's that sound? Thanks, cats can't eat. Probably should have checked this ahead of time. He's saying no words. Now you can hear him. He's a little loud on my end, though. But I don't know which setting to switch here. Jesse, give me another baseline here. So with the COVID-19 kind of going into what Steven has up on the screen for those on the live stream watching and for those that are listening to the podcast, uh, like he said, the Pokemon coin requirement for walking has been taken away until April 13th. And then once we get to May 1st, uh, friends, they have lowered the friend requirement battling, which has seen a huge explosion in PvP in the competitive and non-competitive player base. It's been a great way for people to practice PvP so they can learn to get better at it. And it's also been something that the players avidly playing PvP have taken to 300-person tournaments that have to be broken up into four lobbies. Right, because right at the very beginning when they... Uh, and actually, that's the second bullet point here is they removed the they lowered the friendship requirement immediately after that. Uh, there were tournament organizers that were trying to create 500 or a 500 person tournament uh, lobby remote lobby a 500 person remote lobby. Um, and that was quickly, quickly put on pause due to uh, server constraints and such and just oh organizing an event in a tournament remote tournament that big is a little bit daunting and a little little difficult i'm sure so um but that... come friday may 1st i'm thinking it's going to be a permanent thing or are they reverting it back uh as of april so they they said that um all the way through april 30th uh, is when it will be in effect. And then going forward, um, let's see, they... Uh, let's see. On the time... Somewhere, somehow, they made a, a, a phrase, or they, they had a phrase that basically said, from now until we change it later. So once things sort of smooth back over and return back to normal, these things will, will swap back. Um... They say uh, Sylph, uh, the Sylph Arena has talked to Niantic um, to help coordinate any of the big events, so any of the regionals and stuff within April, and they have said up until April 30th is when they know for sure that these um, the lowered friendship for remote battles has been lowered, uh, but there is no word past April 30th, and I think at this point we won't get word for that until maybe another month or so until it'll probably like, be yeah. one of those situations where it'll be the next day kind of thing because that's we've seen them do it before i think it'll i think it'll be until mid-april we'll, once we once we get a couple more weeks in because all of the details everyone's changing things every like every day there is a new updates new information all of that so i think give it give it until mid-april i think is the 
first time we'll get a good sense of uh, an update from Niantic saying, hey, this is going to continue. Um, but they could also wait longer to see if there's any additional information. So um, take advantage of, it, advantage of it while we have it. There's remote lobbies that are running uh, practice. They're running scrims. They're running multiple tournaments. Um, in this uh, in this time frame, while uh, uh, the the good friend, it's it's good friends for remote battles. So go take advantage of it. Uh, I'm I'm not, but I also want to take a break. So, um, all right, I'm gonna leave it at a really awkward way and move on to move backwards to our previous to uh, topic that uh, was going to run. Um, Yesterday, March 23rd, uh, Niantic put out a little blog update on PokemonGoLive.com. Today View, Today View, one is a thing, coming soon to keep you looped in on all Pokemon Go happenings. So this is direct a screenshot direct from Niantic with a little menu in your uh, research tab next to, it's first it's today, then there's field, and then there's special, so the three researches. Today, um, it has some details on what event is currently running, the bonuses. So it's the event that's currently running, how much time is left in the event that's currently running, the bonuses that are happening per that event. So it's uh, what's shown in the screenshot is Valentine's Day ends in two days and zero hours with the bonuses pink Pokemon and 7K eggs, two times hatch candy or catch candy, and six hour lures. And then below that, it has a little box that says the Pokemon you have in gyms, and it shows uh, Psyduck, it has its motivation meter, and it has a timer as far as how long it's been in that gym. And then below that is another box that has your streaks, so your daily Pokemon catch, and your daily Pokemon uh, Pokestop spins. So these are all pieces of information that have been up at the very top. Your event info has not been easily shown anywhere they've only been on third-party sites and stuff nowhere within pokemon go in the app itself have they put any of that information um in a concise manner the the countdown timer per event is going to be incredibly helpful your pokemon and gyms you've always had to go into your pokemon storage and search defender um, and it's shown some information and then you have to tap on it to show even more information this is a nice clear concise all-in-one section piece of information for it and then the streaks you've only ever ever been able to see once you've done you've either caught or spun a pokestop for the first time each day so this is kind of nice to help keep track and try and coordinate either both of them for the same day throughout the week or to uh, make sure that your your streak is continuing so that and also to set yourself up so you can take advantage of Stardust bonus on the seventh day. These are all just really well, well needed quality of life improvements. For a game that's three years, there's so many quality of life things. This is a step in the right direction. It's surprising it's taken this long, but it's going to be super helpful and very nice to have once it is out. So no, no word as to when it comes out. To my knowledge, let's see. Um, future adding more to the today view in the future. Be for sure to follow us on social media. Uh, 
So it should be in the next in the next update we get, it should be pushed. If it's not already pushed live in our uh, in the back end and just not um, switched on for live. So uh, we should be receiving that here shortly. Next up on our Pokemon Go updates. Increased daily bonuses, changes to gifts, and rotating one Pokecoin bundles. This came out March 23rd, so yesterday. This was yesterday mid-afternoon. Again, we say yesterday. If you're listening to the podcast, this was a little while ago. So, following changes have been made to Pokemon Go until further noticed. Three times Stardust and XP for your first Pokemon catch of the day. Be sure to activate a star piece and lucky egg to maximize your rewards. If you feel like doing that for a single Pokemon. Changes to gifts. The number of gifts you can open daily will now increase to 30. And the number of gifts you can carry in your inventory will increase to 20. Gifts will also contain more Pokeballs. We appreciate your patience as we continue to prioritize updates that make gameplay more accessible and enjoyable at this time. Rotating one Pokeball. stop you real quick. For those who didn't catch it. There is a box of Pokeballs for only one coin, kind of like what they did with the incense. If you're listening live here on the show, if you're listening on the podcast, it might be gone. But I think as Stephen reads down, they're going to be cycling through things. That is literally oh, the next yep. bullet point. <laughs> I just stole your thunder. I'm sorry. Go Ro- for it. Rotating one Pokecoin bundles in the shop. What new one Pokecoin bundles will be available in the shop each week as one-time purchases. The contents of these bundles change weekly, so be sure to get what is available each week. Right now, a new one Pokecoin bundle is available for you that contains the following 100 Pokeballs. I did not realize that was a weekly thing. I thought that was a monthly thing. I'm going to go buy that right now. Um, You can access the above bundle along with one-time purchase bundles of 30 incense for one Pokecoin that was already available from now until Monday, March 30th, 2020 at 1 p.m., PS or PDT, which I think is still Pacific, but I'm not quite sure because PST is Pacific. I don't think so. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it consistently. Friskichu says it needs to be a hundred a day, which I do not. Uh, I don't disagree with because if an incense lasts sixty uh sixty minutes and spawns are about every minute and a half, you're looking at about fifty, forty to fifty spawns per incense. If you're using that incense one per day, you're going to run out of Pokeballs real quick. Um, the benefit is gifts and stuff um, are going to be dropping Pokeballs more often, which is nice. But in an instance where a lot of regions are on a, lo- uh, a lockdown of some sort or a stay-at-home order, going out and getting gifts is difficult, if not impossible, in some scenarios. So let's see. That is about it for our pokemon go niantic update stuff if you have uh an interesting title for uh the segment that we do i guess that is going over updates that are relevant to pokemon go and pokemon go pvp um let us know i guess the 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 niantic updates are uh are complete here so jesse you got any final thoughts before we move on to uh our big 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 talk topic for today I think more or less just make sure you're taking advantage of the items that you can buy and take advantage of the fact that you don't have to walk for PvP. Do it. Go battle. Do it. Do it now. You might not see me out there, but there's plenty of people out there. I've been seeing the tweets. Um, been enjoying uh, watching people 
uh, have fun. Haven't been enjoying watching people struggle with lag, but that is just a problem that uh, we're going to have to deal with for, for maybe maybe the first season or so as they work on their network code and such. So I do hope for that to be, to be uh, I, I believe that's a priority. There's enough people out there making those comments, um, directing comments towards um, Ni- uh, Niantic and Niantic. Directing help. comments and then sharing the video, having the physical proof. That there's like the lag. Make the lag makes it unplayable. It's very demoralizing. Um, it's really perf- interesting. The- I had an employee that I work with, or a coworker, that I tried. He was excited when I told him that I got invited to regionals because you know he always watches me on my lunch breaks playing. He doesn't know much about Pokemon Go, but he's played. He played the main series back when they came out, and he said, you know. What what's causing you to get so upset? And I show him videos of how it's literally in PvP for Pokemon Go, even a millisecond makes a, the game change, and any interruption in the flow of the game at all can decide the whole match. And he's like, "Yeah, no, I can see why you get so frustrated because it's something you physically cannot control." Yeah, the. I don't want to say stop. I think at this point they're they're well aware that there are issues. Um, the the as long as we're not berating and we're not uh, swearing them out or anything, I think uh, the feedback to uh, to Niantic is is uh, is helpful. So um, here's my two cents on it. Me personally, when I go into Go Battle League, I try to make sure I have a consistent connection. You as my opponent, please do the same. That's true. Although I've heard some things if people are are on their consistent connections and they still run into lag instance uh in some instances. Uh yeah, Jasmine, fix the game or I will say the F word. Well, uh, I'll say my favorite F word, fun. Um go have fun. Um <laughs> Um All right, let's jump into uh what was released how long ago was this was this last week mid midway last week um niantics not niantics silph arena's april meta this is the meta for april along with the meta for regionals the voyager cup april 1st through 30th 2020 voyager cup it's i'm gonna try to to be as concise and understandable if you don't already know what Voyager Cup is, uh, I'm going to try and explain it the best I can. So you build a team of six. Your first four Pokemon are from uh, Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, and Sinnoh, respectively. So that means your um, one of your picks is from Kanto, one of your picks is from Johto, uh, your third pick is from Hoenn, and your fourth pick is from Sinnoh. Your fifth pick gets a little bit weird because it's from the uh, any Pokemon from the Unova or Unova, Alola, Galar, or other, which is Meltan. Um, that is your pick five. And then pick six is a wild card. Your wild card can be from any region, but it cannot be a limited Pokemon. The limited Pokemon are as follows. Ivysaur, Venusaur, Hypno, Lapras, Dugong, Wigglytuff, Mew. Those are the limited from Kanto. Uh, Johto limited is Azumarill, Skarmory, and Umbreon. Um, 
Kito Jodo Hoens Limited are Registeel, Altaria, Deoxys Defense Form, Swampert, Tropius, 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 Metacham, Gardevoir, and Wishcash. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kanto, Jodo, Hoenn, Unova... No, Sinnoh. Sinnoh's limited are Bastiodon, Probopass, Cresselia, and Togekiss. Or, yeah, Togekiss. I'm trying to pronounce these... Pronunciation should be going out the windows, actually, at this point. Um, you know what I'm referring to. Uh, the Unova, uh, Alola, Galar, and other limiteds are, uh, Zwellius, Scrafty, Melmetal... Uh, Alolan Marowak, Jellicent, and Mandibuzz. So the kind of odd things about that is Jellicent and Mandibuzz aren't technically out yet, um, but with a chance to being released in April. Although with all of this uh, COVID-19 stuff, if they push out any new content, I will be incredibly surprised within the month of April. Um, if for somehow uh, Jellicent and Mandibuzz do come out, uh, those are... Uh, limited within the pick, the fifth pick of Unova, Alola, Galar, and other. Uh, no duplicates. Arena rules will um, uh, apply in, let's see, arena rules will be followed in all other particulars. Uh, so there is no sort of different rule here. Uh, again, it is within Great League, and it is a team of six. So, Voyager Cup. It's basically... A lot of people have said, and I will say it too, it is like open Great League with a little bit more spice in the way that you pick. Um, Meta-wise, it performs similar. Um, Jesse, what you got for me? You got any insights? So, <clears throat> be prepared for Azumiro and Registeel. Mic drop. We're done. Episode's over. Let's go home. Wait, we're already home. I, I, I'm kind of surprised some things aren't wild card like Lantern. I was looking through my list this morning. And I was like, wait, Lantern's not a wild or sorry, not wild card restricted. There's a handful of things that aren't. Uh, another one that re- uh that surprises me, and it's within the same uh Gen two is uh Meganium. Meganium is also not limited. Um, and that kind of surprises me. So anything that's limited within each uh, region is going to perform very well. And the reason that they are making it limited is so that you can't run a overall like uber dominant team. You can't run like a super like an uber core. Uh, it makes sense. It's interesting that they would limit them um, in this way. There's some picks that are. Um, Meganium is available as a wild card, according to, let me double check on this one. Uh, yeah, Meganium is not a limited Pokemon. You are able to pick it as a, as a wild card. Um, um, Meganium, I would be surprised unless I was uh, referencing it wrong. Um, Meganium, I'm kind of surprised isn't limited, uh, Roscoe points out that Haunter is also not limited. Uh, although right. Haunter's, I think Haunter's role is a, a glass general glass glass cannon, um, but meta wise, it doesn't perform any one one particular role incredibly well. As far as the game yeah. press meta simplified here, 
Um, the one Pokemon that sort of stands out all on its own is Azumarill. So Azumarill, it beats Flyers. It loses to Grass. Your core typing of the meta simplified are Flying, Fighting, Steel, Ground, and Grass. So Water doesn't um, stand out a whole lot. Fire doesn't stand out a whole lot either. Uh, we've made mention on previous episodes of the podcast that Fire is overall a more lackluster type within Pokemon Go, but uh, um, oh good heavens, that was an, a while, an episodes episodes ago where we were talking about originally talking about Will-O-Wisp needing to come into Pokemon Go to overall buff uh, Fire types. But let's see. It, it's it Because it's not it's not limited in the sense of typing. It's limited in the sense of the Pokemon you can pick per team. It's very awkward. Like when it first came out, I was looking at it and I was like, I don't know how we talk about this on the podcast in a way that isn't just jumping around the meta. So, I mean, I wrote a list of some of my favorites from each gen. If you want me to go through that, let's go, let's go through it in each gen. I'm, I'm going to kind of follow, we'll go through some of your notes and we're going to go through game presses, um, guide here, Voyager cup, how to build a team. So hit me with your, uh, gen one standouts. Gen one, you got Venus. It's been predominant in every cup. It's been available. Uh, Wiggly Tough, Charizard. Polyrath is pretty good. Haunter, like you mentioned. Hypno being the elemental puncher is also a good option. And then I think another one people might sleep on is Lapras. So Charizard not being limited, Haunter not being limited, and Polyrath not being limited. Are all viable water, uh, viable wild card picks? Uh, Venusaur being a very big, as you point out, being very relevant. Um, the grass poison allows it to straight shut down Azumarill. Um, Azumarill and other fairy too. Yes, um, fairy is going to be um, a big type. I think we've seen it even within Toxic. Uh, I hate seeing Wigglytuff. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, it's 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 the anti fight. It's a very anti fighter. <laughs> I don't think Friskichu would love you hearing that you hate seeing Wigglytuff. I hate it in in Toxic. I hate seeing it in Toxic because it shuts down uh, a lot of things. It's ah, difficult. It's it's an odd pick. It's something. It's something I would not have recommended to people for Toxic, but the the people that are using it are beating me so realistically I'm wrong. Uh, they're proving me wrong. Another so. good one that I haven't written down is uh, Shadow X. Shadow which one? Snorlax. Shadow Snorlax. So the added damage definitely does help. It is bulky. It uh, what it, what role if we were go back go to back if we were to go back down to. Uh, if we go back down to the meta simplified, where does it overall plays? Uh, As a role, it's an anti-ghost or an anti-psychic. Both so of it's which something that It would bulk through defense deoxid. You still there? Yeah. Okay. It bulks through defense deoxys, but I, as we were talking before the, before the episode started, I don't see defense deoxys being super prevalent 
in this because defense deoxys is one limited pick within and we'll get there it's at um we'll get there shortly in gen three gen three has the bulk of limited picks limited picks yeah and defense deoxys does some things all right but i don't think it's going to be a standout member of things you see from gen three It, yeah, and an anti-steel. It is an anti-steel, so it would play in that that uh, fighter role, a fighter in an. I'm not sure because I haven't met it, but I'd be curious to see because when you say steel, there's only two that come to mind. Well, maybe three that come to my mind in this cup, and the biggest one is going to be Registeel, and can Shadow Snorlax bulk a Focus Blast? I can look it up. Let's find out. Um, go ahead and talk about the next, uh, if you've got any other notes, I'm going to look this up. So for Gen 2, my favorites were Lantern, Azumarill, Steelix, Heracross, Skarmory, Suicune, possibly Shadow, and then Umbreon. Let's see. Looking at the meta simplify or the chart they have here. Azumarill obviously on there. Uh, Lantern Bolt. Uh, Suicune is on there as well. Heracross and Umbria. Couple that I didn't mention that I I, I like Noctowl when we, when it was available, but I don't think eh, it, it, it's a very risky pick. Mantine also. It's performing good in Go Battle League from what I'm seeing, those that use it. Uh, Polytoad, I think you have to have the legacy on it. And Hitmontop, I think, is just if you want a straight fighter and you don't have a good thing for Gen, if you're not picking something for Gen 2, it's a good alternative. So I just looked up the numbers. Uh, Registeel does beat out Shadow Snorlax with a fo- single Focus Blast. Okay. Yeah. No, in a no shield scenario, Focus Blast just. Destroys it. Change Earthquake to Superpower is what someone was saying. Because mm. no one's... I think everyone's running at Superpower Body Slam now. In a no-shield scenario, still loses. It takes out a chunk, though. Let's go to the one-shield scenario just to see what that looks like. If that changes anything. Nope. Uh, it's a close... Close loss, but uh, Registeel still has nine HP left. So, yeah, still a still a no. Snorlax is an uh, Snorlax. I don't see being super relevant in this. Uh, there's it's not going to be a whole lot limited. of ghost. Yes, it's removing one of your picks. It's either your wild card, which there are a lot more options within that, uh, or your slot one, uh, your Canto, your Cantonian Pokemon, which could perform. Um, you know, you could pick a limited one from your Cantonian pick. So, let's go and Holden also both mentioning uh, Shadow Victory Bell and Lickitung. Lickitung being something some people should have by now. Lickitung might be Lickitung is a better Snorlax, but if you're looking for that, I I don't see those being primary picks for this meta. I don't see Snorlax. I don't see Lickitung. The the straight normal types, especially all of those with with the ghost type moves, I don't see them performing uh, performing in a role uh, that's useful in this cup. 
So, uh, because they don't, they, they'll, they'll counter the ghost, but how often are you going to, it's probably just Haunter. It's Haunter and then like Driftblim is going to be about all you see. So I, I don't think Snorlax, like a tongue Munchlax, are going to perform very well um, within those. Uh, things cats can't eat references for it. For it might be a very spicy pick, but I don't know how crazy it is. Uh, I'm going to take your for it and I'm going to raise you a lantern. Uh, slot two, my slot two is definitely going to go to, uh, it's, it's probably going to go to lantern because it can beat both Reggie and Azu. Uh, not in the same matchup, but it can perform with, uh, the electric, uh, electric type moves. It performs very well. Um, and then depending on, the uh depending on the shields and stuff uh a hydro cannon can uh or a hydro pump can beat out your uh your mud boys and stuff so it loses to reggie straight up which one what are you talking about are you talking about lantern because my go battle league experience says otherwise my go battle league experience says otherwise lantern has beaten reggie several times that also could just be a single moved Reggie, that I'm just going up against people that are just wanting to use a Reggie. So I will I will run Lantern and I will win or lose, let you know what my experience is. So um slot two, so the Jodo is an interesting one. Um Umbreon is in a dark psychic. It's a generalist, it it is tanky. But I think there's going to be enough fighters that are going to be beating out the steel that Umbreon still wants to be a little bit careful. Um, you're going to want to be careful if you're running that. Uh, you could be running... Hmm. Yeah, I almost was like going to go into a hypothetical team, but I'm actually not going to do that because <laughs> it's too complicated for me to try and do that. I'm just going to derail this whole podcast. Um... Yeah, I think the your biggest picks, your biggest picks in in slot two, are going to be, uh, are are going to be, Azumarill, for sure. I think you're going to see a lot of Meganium. I don't say for certain you're going to see a whole lot of Skarmory, but you're definitely going to see. Uh, you're you're for sure going to see Azumarill. It performs too well, uh, and then Meganium as a reasonable counter to Azu or any of the Mud Boys. You're going to see it. So. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, slot three, uh, generation three? Oh, and the one with the biggest amount of the whitelist. Yes, the one with the biggest, the biggest limited list here. So for me personally, I have uh, one of the things that I've been hearing people talk about is Sceptile. So that's something I kind of want to look into. Uh, Blaziken and Swampert, all the starters from this gen just really good performers for what they need to do. Um, Shiftry, Metacham, Wizcash, Registeel, Defense Area, the stuff you all over, go by. Uh, so, two of your key mud boys are here, Swampert and Wishcash. They perform similar roles. They have slightly different kits. If you want the spammiest of spam, uh, the Swampert, your uh, Hydro Cannon Mud Shot. I always get them wrong. Mud Shot, Mud Slap. Mud Slap, yeah. Mud Slap. Um, if you want to run it, go for it. Uh, it. 
it's gonna perform in this meta. I I I like Swampert in um the main series games. I, I it's overused. It it performs well. <laughs> I just see I I see it. I see it too often and other people say that they see it too often and at some point it's either going to get nerfed or it's going to go away. So um but as as we were saying it's within a uh the third slot in a very busy slot of very uh very good performers. So ah as I get a little um let's see the one that I'm very interested to see how it would perform is uh, the Shadow Guard of War. The Shadow boost in damage with Charm. Um, don't even have to second move Guard of War because you're probably consistently not even going to get to a charge move with the amount of energy gain that Charm has. The amount of damage yeah, it is versus... Yeah, just smack them with Evil Charm. Yeah, it's is disgusting. And I am very would be very interested to see... Um, how that would stack up in a meta, um, especially since that would be you'd want to build a team around it, uh, around it specifically because it is your your limited pick for slot three. So you're foregoing um, very top performers like uh, Tropius, um, Altaria, Reggie Steel, Swampert. You're foregoing all of those for a very huge glass cannon. I'd be very interested to see team comps revolving around. Uh, Shadow Gardevoir. If you can build it, if uh, if you're building it in PV Poke, uh, send a tw- send us a tweet with it. Uh, shoot us a message, or if you're in our Discord, uh, probably Jim Corn. Uh, it's probably not actually. You know what? It's probably not spicy enough for Jim Corn. I won't expect anything from him for from a Shadow Gardevoir. Uh, but if you are putting something together or have have some extra time. Uh, to to do some research into that, I would be very interested to see those details. So, um, Defense Deoxys coming back to it uh, again. Slot three has too many great performing limited picks here that I'm would be hard pressed to see people pick that one. So, uh, Jirachi is in here not as a limited, so you could run Jirachi Doom Desire. Does get two pretty quick. Um, it'd be a, a spicy pick. Uh, I'm going with the ultra spice, I think, on my team with the sunny cast form as an anti, uh, anti steel, anti grass, um, pick, but, uh, that's just me. Not normal cast form? Nope. Not, uh, not again. Not, not that one. I'm not going with Palpatine. Uh, love him to death, but he's probably, he's probably been retired at this point. Um, for those, uh, Palpatine is the nickname I have given. I gave my my normal cast form that I used in Jungle Cup. So uh, Palpatine is probably retired at this point. Uh, I will make big pomp and circumstances uh, if if Palpatine ever does come out of retirement. If he performs, no, nah, it's I I almost I'm gonna catch myself again. I almost compared my Palpatine to Michael Jordan. Palpatine never performed in the first place, so. The comparison is completely irrelevant, so I'm going to hold myself from from saying something stupid. Yeah, the Palpatine might come out of retirement at some point, but definitely not for this meta. The, a, a, like I was saying with Snorlax, uh, Gen 4, weakest gen. We'll get, there, get to there in a second. Um, 
uh, like I was saying with Snorlax, Lickitung, Munchlax, uh, the normal type isn't quite diverse enough. I think for it might be something that is viable, but it's still frail and it might be as a nice spice pick, but I don't think your normal types are quite, quite as powerful enough. So slot four, this is Sinnoh. Uh, limited picks from this are Togekiss, Bastidon, Probo Pass, and Cresselia. So... A lot of open options otherwise. Yes. A very big uh, opportunity for some solid wild card picks. Uh, Toxicroak being one of them. Uh, Gallade being something that can perform fairly well. Um, if you want the super not as good but still looking for a mud boy, the uh, Gastrodon is here too. The skunk tank. I don't tank. see many gastrodons. No, I I don't. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say there's. There will be an instance for gastrodon. Uh, now is not that. Now is not the time. Maybe in a cup where we have only gens, only the more recent gens or something. But I don't see gastrodon performing. Or or being I need just super relevant. I think something happened. Okay. Um, it's pretty good and timeless. Don't. Oh, fusion. Uh, yeah. Um, did was did fusion remind me? Did fusion have um bands on Swampert and stuff? Um, I don't remember. I know it was only dual types, but I don't remember all of the details. How long ago was fusion anyway? Oh, you just ran it. Oh, okay. Um. I I don't. All of this stuff going on makes time move at much a a much slower pace, and so like I can I all of this stuff is going. Fifty k last second move in dual type. Ah right 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 right. Okay, so it was a budget ish. Wish cash I think was also allowed. I mean, so Swampert Swampert would have been allowed, and that's a ten k second move. Wish cash is a seventy. Five. Let me double check. I know I've got Barboach here. Pokemon Barboach. Captain Barbocha. Barboach is a 10 10k dust too. So, huh. so yeah. I are arguably. I mean, if you want to run it, you go for it. Um, move set wise, I believe I was talking with Jesse. A, couple weeks ago about gastrodon and its moveset is a little bit different but nothing extreme so um yeah it's outclassed in a in a in the category of mud boys it's i think down near the bottom body slam does give it a little bit of uh interesting um a, a different play but uh but yeah gastrodon doesn't perform super fantastic uh jesse give me just a ping me if uh if everything's going all right um, yeah, I have to. Okay, it just sounded like somebody hit my car or something. Uh, okay, um, let's see. We were just wrapping up about Gastrodon, um, Bastidon, and Probo Pass being uh, steel tanks uh, are probably going to get some use. I think Probo Pass has the electric, so it can. I don't know if it actually does it beat out Azumarill. Uh, 
Um, no. Okay. It can. It can. In some scenarios, it can be helpful. Um, and then instances up against uh, Altaria and some of the other flying and um, heavy uh, heavy water meta um, Probo might be somewhat helpful. Um, Bastiodon as well, somewhat, but uh, it's a little cost prohibitive. If you have one already, then uh, maybe consider it. But as far as a tank goes, it's not super fantastic. Um, again, Registeel is around, um, if you want to run Probo Beats non-Hydro Pump Azumarill. I think the, I think something King referenced in his video was Azumarill with Ice Beam is just about all you need. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was, uh, Ice Beam play rough. So Probo might actually be not a bad option, but then you're also betting against, uh, move sets that you're, um move sets that you're run, uh, running up against. So it's probably not necessarily the the dice you want to roll in this instance. Um Yeah, so your your tanks within here, also sort of spicy tank, your psychic tank with Cresselia. Um uh one of the things I wanted to mention kind of on the tail end of the Steel Boys was uh one of the picks I looked at that I kind of found interesting was Brazong. Mm. What's uh what entices you? Oh about there Bronzong? it is. It's over there in the psychic side. Uh it's also in the steel. It's here with uh Bastiodon, Probo, um, Bronzong, oh. and Frostlass. <laughs> Just blind. It's it's a weird sprite in this in this infographic. What entices you about Bronzong in this instance? It's got good bulk. It does good amount of damage with confusion. It also has access to Psy Shock, which is a pretty fast firing psychic type move. And bulldoze. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I know you and I have been talking about what uh, particular Pokemon the next um, Rocket Leaders could have. What if Bronzong was one of them? Bronze or Bronzor? Shadow Bronzong. Shadow Bron. Yeah, sh- Shadow Bronzong. That confusion would hit hard. We've already seen that with um, uh, Shadow Executor. So maybe, maybe. That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting, uh, the green shadow shiny. All uh, right. So Toxie, Gallade, Lucario as some very fitting fighters, none of which are limited. Uh, the one I'd like to run, but I don't know if I can just because of the way that things are limited, is I'd love to run the Driftblim uh, because I love that it has the uh, icy, icy wind. It's it's disgusting and, and hilarious. Um, the other limited on this list is Togekiss, uh, and that's something I've complained about in the past, that the only way you can get a Togekiss within Great League is if you wild-caught uh, the Togetic from GoFest, uh, and I did not go. I, we kind of planned on... Well, I don't remember what exactly happened. We kind of planned on going, and then we're like, maybe it doesn't make sense. And we didn't, or no, we didn't end up getting tickets. That's right. Um, it performs. There were particular, there was a particular reason that the Togetic that you could find at GoFest were lower level. Um, and so a lot of people coming out of GoFest had Togekiss within Great League range. Um, it performs 
all right in the, within this meta with charm it's gonna be prevalent it is on the limited list um i think there's gonna be enough counters that it might be something that's because it's not insanely bulky it's going to be something that's not as prevalent but can be definitely built around as far as a team so hmm. that's for sure yeah i just like to complain when things are super limited kind of like uh tropius but they've been pretty good about limiting things like tropius and other regionals um within metas so that they're not like uber powerful so uh ever since season one beginning of season one all right so slot slot four having considerably less limited uh options within it but also having a i would say a reasonable amount of viable picks uh, especially for wild card picks within that so we'll move on to slot number five slot number five is gens five through seven um so that includes the mel metal which is without or outside of all generations in a weird way and then the one and only Galarian Pokemon that is available. Actually, in this, they don't even reference Gen 8. They don't even reference uh, Galarian Weezing. Um, I've been talking with other people, people outside of um, the Pokemon Go community, that there really is no reason to include Galarian Weezing. It is objectively trash. Its moveset holds it back to basically be one of the worst Pokemon, if not one of the worst fairies or the worst poisons, just because it only has Tackle. Um, we've talked about it, I think on previous episodes it's unfortunate Galarian Weezing is ranked like 5th from the bottom on PV Poke um, let's see uh, let's see nope we no am I misspelling how do you spell Weezing W-E-E Weezing, uh, rank 517. So then if we just scroll down to the bottom here. I think it's... I think he's right. It is, like, legitimately... No, 517. 517 out of 544. So it's very, it's very low. It's a meme mon. It's a meme mon only. Yeah, I think at some point when it gets a better, when it gets a better fast move, um, yeah, I think if if you're at the bottom of the page, you might as well be off the page. Things cats can't eat. So, um, it it I if it got better moves, I would be more inclined to 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 care. Uh, at this point, I would call it objectively trash. Uh, and uh, when it learns another fast move, um, I'll reconsider. But right now, it is objectively trashed. It's kind of not even worth bothering. Um, maybe it's if if uh, Shadow uh, Shadow Gardevoir is not enough spice for Jim Corn. Um, Galarian Weezing is too much spice for Jim Corn. So um, you know. We'll just we'll just put that as a sort of barometer of, of spice <laughs> level. Uh, Gen five has an I wouldn't say interesting limited list, 
Um, so some per- top performers you'll probably see are Alolan Marowak, which has been around a lot. Um, uh, uh, Zwellius is here, um, which is interesting. Um, as a dark dragon, it performs... I haven't seen it perform a whole lot, um, or I haven't seen it in battles a whole lot. So I'd have to, to run some sims to see where all that performs. Um, Melmetal is here. It's one of the first uh, metas Melmetal is, has been in. Um, I could see it being fairly relevant. Pardon me while I kind of clear my nose. The, the nasally has not gone away in the last, like, six six weeks. So I'm sure if you go back to previous podcasts, you'll hear my, my nasal nasally voice um i think melmetal will be relevant and can be relevant here um scrafty is here as well as a fighter it's also weak to fighting Uh, in performance within great league i love scrafty i loved using it in let's see what was before toxic um somebody help me out i'm losing it what was before what toxic what was before Toxic? I forget now. <laughs> Rose. Rose Cup. I loved running it in Rose. Uh, I And in Great ba- uh, Go Battle League, I have enjoyed running Scrafty. Um, I could see it being relevant here as well as a fighter. It's not the most versatile within this meta. I think that's going to go to Toxicroak. Uh, within this, Toxicroak having access to, uh, to, to Sludge Bomb is going to be very uh, very helpful in some of those surprise encounters with a fairy type. Um, and then the couple of odd ones, because we don't have them released, are Jellicent and Mandibuzz. Uh, I think we have some stats so far. I actually don't know all of the information we have so far. Um, let me see if we go to PV Poke and we check up here. Um... I'm going to search for gel. Nope. All Pokemon. How do you... Am I spelling it wrong? No. Jellicent would be a J. It does not appear on PV Poke. So then we don't have a whole lot of info for them yet. Um, it surprises me that they're on here and that they would be limited. I think that's just in case they come out. Um, um, if they come out within the month setting. Yeah. Um, if they come out within the month, which again, like I said earlier, I can't imagine they will with everything else going on. I would be, wouldn't be surprised if, um, um, Let's see. I wouldn't be surprised if nothing really comes out in the next uh, in the next week or so. Um, I don't see anything. Um, I will have to look up. I feel like we've gotten we've seen stats of Jellicent before, but I for whatever reason I can't seem to find them in uh, in a quick search for PV Poke so. Um, I'll have to look into that later. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're a precautionary thing, but I don't expect them to, to come in and be super fantastic. Uh, Jellicent being a water ghost and help me out with Mandibuzz. Is Mandibuzz straight flying? 
Or does it have, is it like Flying Dark? Better or Haunch Crow. Oh, it's Flying Dark? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Jellicent, he might perform really well as a f- water ghost. I think there's enough other water that it might be, depending on your team, might be too much. I think that's that's something when I was initially um, putting together um, a couple of example teams, water over usage was definitely popping up. Um, Mandibuzz would be an interesting one moveset-wise. Again, we'll have to sort of see. Um, but I can't imagine it's going to perform. If something like Noctowl isn't limited, uh, Mandibuzz might be an interesting one that maybe doesn't necessarily need to be limited, but in the instance of in this instance, it makes sense that it is, just in case it comes out and it is absolutely broken. So, um, this last pick, pick five, also has a couple of standouts that are not the limited. Uh, I personally like Alola Ninetales. Uh, I think that's going to go be a, a pretty for sure pick for me, either within pick five or as the wild card. Uh, things Cats Kenny was making reference about the Ferrothorn being an interesting one. It's a steel grass. It's uber weak to fire. Um, like we've said, fire isn't super relevant in this cup. Yep. Um, that would be an interesting one. Superior is here on this list as well, and I just don't see Superior performing as a grass type over If it anything gets else. its community day move, though. Because if April is community day month for it. I don't think so. I don't um, know. I, I I can't see it. Uh, thanks, cats can't eat. Uh, I take your Alolan uh, Marowak and raise a Sunny Castworm. Um, um, I'll probably still lose to you even if I'm running a Sunny Castworm, but I'm gonna probably run a Sunny Castworm. So, um, I'll just make that clear. Um, Alolan Grimer is within, or uh, Alolan Muck is in this list too. Also, something that has performed fairly well. Uh, a Raichu and Galvantula within the anti-flying. Also on this, just in on in these lists, just in case, but it's not out out yet. Is Stunfisk? Stunfisk is on this. Uh, um, is in this infographic uh, as a potential. Let's see, what is it? Anti-flyer or anti-steel, depending. Um, again, we'll have to kind of wait and see how that performs. Uh, and then also on this list as an anti-steel in the fighter category is Escapolier, um, which is in a pseudo-fighter. Do be careful with it because it is steel bug. It it gets mauled by other fighters. So, All right. So trying to put teams together and sort of understand where this meta is, is going to go is unlike its compass icon going to be very impossible to figure out where what direction these things are going to go uh the oh this meta i i i i appreciate this meta i like what they've done with it my two cents is uh as a content creator um uh, as someone that is not not as a content creator as someone that's looking ahead trying to, to gauge what's going to happen um i can't i can't uh, this meta is so so big, so wide open. I think the biggest problem is um, people trying to figure out and making sure that their team is legal within um, 
within the rule set and not necessarily uh like I, I don't I don't know. It's 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 a bit much. I also have uh Honestly my fear is it's just gonna be the the basic meta. Like GBL it's going to be oh look it's a Venusaur. Registeel, Altaria, Skarmory. Yeah, I'm just not looking forward to that. Well you're not gonna see Registeel and Altaria. Uh you'll see like Reggie uh Reggie Azu Venu and uh, let's see maybe let's not out. let's not sleep on it dugong's gonna be a thing dugong's gonna be relevant yeah um let's see new team limited lapras umbreon lantern defense deoxys toxic rogue ferrothorn um let's see lapras and lantern are gonna beat out fire toxic croak is this your anti-steel defense deoxys is also anti-steel somewhat because it's got counter lapras also beats the flying so yeah, that's a solid pick. Solid pick team. Let's see. Um, a really bulky and tanky team too. Yeah, I would almost run uh, electric. Maybe you've definitely got coverage from fire. Um, how would it fare against the mud boys? Five beat Azu and then Umbreon. Yeah. Yeah, if you want a hard counter on uh, Azumarill. I wonder if we're going to see a, some sort of big pendulum swing of everyone's going with Azumarill and then everyone needs counters to Azumarill and then it's going to swing to no one's running Azumarill because everyone's expecting to beat Azumarill. I don't actually... I, I don't, don't think people won't not use Azumarill. It is too good at what it does. You think it's going to be there? There's You're just going to have to guarantee it's checks. It's just going to be It's more so than... More so than what? Reggie Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the other problem is Azumarill is I one of... I think my last 20 matches, maybe two of them... You were cutting out. One more time? Go Battle League. My last matches, two of them didn't Azumarill. Yeah. Um. Thanks, Cats Can Eat. I think at worst, it will be 90% of teams, probably like 97 yeah, I think it's going to be one of those staples. I think like uh like Toxic, you're gonna to see a lot of just um uh Toxic Croak. Uh I'm trying to think of what was the example in Rose Cup. I think Metacham was around, but I don't think it was as dominant. Um I think it's it's gonna be I think it's gonna be like uh it's gonna be like Toxic's uh trash worm dam. It's 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 there, it's relevant, it performs incredibly well. Um, of all of the Pokemon to just be outright banned, if they were ever to ban a Pokemon, um, I would have said Azumarill. I would say your 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 main three, so Azu, uh, Registeel, and Altaria. Um, but I think besides outright banning, I think doing doing the limited is a a smart choice to allow for everything, but but reduce the overall absolute like uber core that you might see so um i'll be very interested to see how this starts out we've got i think what a weekish of of time before we've got one week till we hit uh april so i'll be very interested to see that first week those first couple days see what teams look like uh continue to see some of the the content creators and the um articles that come out and see where where people are putting uh some of the the big performers 
Um, right. Unfortunately, I would go over some of J.R.E. Seawolf's Nifty or Thrifty Part 1 for this meta. It actually comes out tomorrow. It comes out on the 25th. Um, you know I'm going to be reading that thing tomorrow. So, um, yeah, this meta, it's... The benefit, I think, is is that it's... Because it's open, um, a lot of the top performers from Go Battle League are already here. And so a lot of people already have some of these top performers. So it won't be... Unless unless you want to run something different. Um, like, I, I want to try Hypno. I'm going to be trying... I have to second move a Hypno. Um, I don't think the cost is going to be quite as prohibitive as some other cups. So... I think because Azumarill is around, um, although some of those top competitors are a little bit more expensive, um, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it being super expensive. I can see it. I. I. It doesn't have to be super expensive, is what I should say. So that's that's my that's my thought initially as as for Voyager Cup. I think we still have we still have the next week to see what. Let's put uh, it this way: if you want to get some good, just just go. Battle League. Yeah, if you want to get some good practice, go play Go Battle League. I think it'll be um I think that's the other interesting thing is to see Go Battle League versus uh Voyager Cup where Go Battle League is blind threes and Voyager Cup is going to be pick six, bring three. Or bring three, pick three. Or bring six, pick three. So it's an interesting dichotomy between the two play styles. So um, that was rem- a big word. Yeah. Uh, remind me, because I was thinking about this earlier as sort of a, a last uh, last bit of info. The Go Battle League should be switching over to uh, Ultra League on Friday, correct? I'm not ready for it. Huh? I'm not ready. Well, so I'm just saying, I like, I don't remember uh, things. Let me check. Thanks, Katzkanit says yes. It should be switching over. I was just Gross. I was like, with all of this stuff happening, I wasn't quite sure what our time frame was looking like if it was going to be switching over. So the benefit is you're automatically unlocked for you know all five sets of battles. Um, but the sad thing is, it is Ultra League, so um, you know I don't have anything that's super relevant within Ultra League. I'm probably I don't want to. Uh, darn it! I don't want to just go in and lose all of them just so I can get Stardust, but because I want to reach rank 10 and get the um, Steven outfit, the champion Steven outfit, but yeah, I can't, I'm not confident that I can reach rank 10 by then. No, actually, I know for certain I can't reach rank 10 by then. Um, I'm not even confident that I can reach rank 10, period. So it might be something that I play a little bit of but I'm probably not going to be super con- super competitive into it. So, pardon me, is my I get nasally again. Um, all right, am I? Are we missing anything? I think going through PV poke somehow just doesn't. It's just going to be all over the place. Um, if you it's guys really have to people's discre- discrepancy at this point for the cup because it's going to be more based on what you have available and you're comfortable running. Like, we can say, you Shadow Gardevoir, you Shadow Snorlax, you Shadow Victory Bell, use Swamper, use Azumarill. It's, you know, it's what you want to run. 
be aware of what the most common picks. I feel like it's going to be more like a Rose Cup in a sense, kind of like what things Cats Can't Eat said, where Probo was one of the biggest MVPs of that cup. Marowak was one of the biggest VP representations of uh, Sinister. Be prepared for the more common picks. But that's also why you have the wild card is to add something that you don't think they'll have counters to. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's... Use the wild card to be a pivot in your fights, more or less. Um, yes. Take Jesse's advice. I think that's it. I think that's also one of our shortest episodes ever. Because I have our recording timer at one hour and eight minutes. So... I mean, it's nice for those that are listening. It's... An overwhelmingly commitment. Uh, things cats can't eat. References Rock Smash Azu. Uh, Get out. Oh, PV Poke switched up some of their layout stuff. So yeah, fast moves are now below. Interesting. Their their matchups and counters are above, and their moves are now displayed below. Yeah, Rock Smash Azu. Uh, I didn't even know it had Rock Smash. I'm gonna be honest. Did know that was a thing. Um, what does that help? Does that help it beat steals any harder? Doesn't it already beat steals with it re- already resists steel? So maybe weird. Uh, eh. no, no, maybe it doesn't. It doesn't resist steel. Oh no no no, because it's got fairy. Huh. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. You learn something new every day, or at least you should try to. I think that's it, Jess. Do you got any final? Uh, you got any final info? Any last? To- Go last out there and practice. To those that are playing in regionals, this is going to be a a tough month. Oh yeah, yeah. Between and Voyager wash your and hands. Regionals. Wash your hands, you nasties. Uh, it, it's it's. Uh... I don't know. I'm losing it. It all of this stuff's going on is so whack, so wacky. It's weird. Stay safe out there. Stay safe out there. Don't don't be stupid. Uh, and and we'll uh, we'll see you out there on the battlefield.